The one point it doesn't want you to get to is the possibility you can be free from it. So it neuters that possibility through identification as it. So the highest level that you can really dream while identified as it is to be free as that. Yeah? To be free through it. So it stunts the ability to be free because the only freedom in an act of being identified is from that which you're identified with. Yeah? That's the only thing that will work. And the whole beautiful point in this situation, you've never been that. You've only seemingly been identified as that. There isn't like an operation you have to go through where your, your, your tendons that come from you to that and have to get you know, cut and then you, know, you have to have rehab and learn how to walk without that fucking thing hanging on you. No, it's like very freeing because it, there was really nothing you needed to do. All you needed to do was see that you were not that. Yeah? And then, because it was, it was like a phantom bonding, you were never bound to it, so there's no need to pull the two pieces apart and, you know, this huge glue there pulling it. Ah! You know, there was nothing because it wasn't even so to begin with. That's such, that's how beautiful it is. So, the solution to an act of being identified as what you're not is immediate. It takes absolutely no time to, to occur. Yeah? And basically, what it reveals is you were not that. <laughs> and it covers every possible base. It says, you were not that, you're not going to be that, and you never will be that, and you are in it now. It just, it just, like, it's like those, remember they had those commercials when the guy with the Japanese knives, you know, they throw up a thing, it's like that. It's not done. It didn't take any set, it didn't take any time because there was nothing to undo. Like it says a lot of times in the Course, it infers it this way. It says, all right, you, you, were, uh, you were relieved from an imaginary problem. You know, you were finally returned from whence, from whence you never left. You know, it's always assuming, it's always implying that the pristine condition that you'd like to arrive at through some arduous fucking spiritual heroic journey, you are that already. Yeah? It's just when you when there's a belief that you're not that, that what, that's what allows all the heroic odysseys to arise and gain so much importance, because it sounds like a damn good thing, especially if that system you're relying on is failing you, you're not happy, joyous, and free, da, da, da. there would be a giant provoking to let's, get back to, let's get back to that place I've been exiled from. But the joke is you never were exiled from it. You're just believing you were exiled from it. So the distance and the time that you believe you're going to have to transverse and spend to get back is all made up. Yeah? Now, you can't, you can't convince someone in the, in the problem that that's true, but when the solution dawns on them, they will see that it was true. Because the solution usually comes with this. If something becomes obvious to you, it reveals that it's always been that way. So it, it pulls the plug out of the reality that was given over to this aspect of dreaming that you're this long-lasting, independent, separate entity. You actually get relief not from it just right now, but over all time. 
because it never was, nor will it ever be. Yeah? So the possibility of being free is lifted off of your shoulders, the shoulders of what you're not, and is now put in the rightful position, which is inherent. It's inherently so. Yeah? So there's no <coughs> working, you know, it could be so, it can make, then it flips, and it's not, none of that is true. The fact is a fact. You are that which you are. And you get arrived there by realizing you are not what you thought you were. That's it. That's the whole message, really. It sounds like we're going to take another path, but the path doesn't go anywhere. And what you get is nothing. So you don't, there's no, <laughs> really no steps to take and you're not going to get anything. And why would that work? Because it's implying the fact, which is there's nothing to do. Yeah. So like this chapter that this, this is, leads to in this book is, I need do nothing. To me it was a famous chapter of the course. Because it explains, which I have paraphrased and added my own little embellishments obviously, because I've read it and it, I've changed it, the meaning of it, so I won't say anything about it tonight. But... <laughs> well, that's what beautiful messages are. That you you give them a, you give them a, a final touch, so to speak. The mind entertains it in a way that you know, in a unique manner. Yeah, it milks like it finds another teat on the cow, so to speak. So you know, everyone's oh, but there's another one. <laughs> you just have to entertain the possibility, and oh, you find some more, and you milk it. That you know, more comes out. It's only because we don't believe it's possible, or that we have true, strong beliefs about what is possible. That usually possibilities are mostly based on us. And through time, maybe they will happen. But this is, there are so many possibilities that do not have time involved in it, nor thought or effort. So this thing, I need do nothing, talks about all these things we can do that will work because the bigger mind wants them to. So if the dreaming goes, hey, you know, the pyramids are going to be upside down. It would, could be upside down because it's the dreaming. Yeah. It's got, there's, no, there's no rules it can't break because it's made up the rules, so to speak. Yeah. So <laughs> anything is possible. But the point is, is to hear the possibilities. This is what the self-centeredness does. It limits the ability to recognize possibility. It gives you a very limited field of vision concerning possibilities. And it hides and neuters a lot of possibilities by having them drenched in time. So now the possibility of being inherently okay, when it's, when it's identified as a body as I was once okay, and I'm hoping I will be okay. Yeah? So now the okayness that we inherently are as not a body, now translated into the body condition is I was once okay and I'm hoping I'll be okay again. 
But you have to realize what's making it so terrible to be what you call un-okay now is you were once okay before. <laughs> and you're hoping you'll be okay later. And you see that I must have had a role of fucking something up because I was once okay in being the center of the, all the universe. I must have done something to end up being not okay. So again, it's selfing times ten, yes? So now, you're the reason why you're not okay, and, and what backs that up is just there's memories that you were once okay. <laughs> and then there's a hope that burns, which is, I hope I will be okay, which is another way of denying, denying the inherent okayness of what's happening right now. So it can't get rid of that sense of okayness. So what it does, it makes it a it makes it a memory or it makes it a goal, and it hides it disguises it in clear in clear sight. It's like a mimicking of our basic inherent okayness, is which is not of a body, you know, but from the body. Yeah, our what you want to call let's say spirit. Yeah, the spirit doesn't have joint pains. <laughs> the spirit doesn't have teeth toothaches. The spirit doesn't have a bad hair day. <laughs> Every one of our days is constantly attempting to make this comfortable or to promote this somehow or another. Yeah, we don't have plastic surgery on our spirit. We go to a place, get shut up with Botox, with the hopes that we can find a replacement for spirit in another person. Let's, I'll make you the higher power. Yeah. So, and it makes total sense if this one impossibility has, has been assumed to be so, which is that you're a body. And if, and if there is a spirit, it's inside you as a body. Yeah? But in this world of M&Ms, it ain't the fucking chocolate inside, it's the shell. <laughs> that's the me. That's the God that everyone's worshipping. <laughs> to the point where we as this want to become spiritual. Good luck. <laughs> You're going to be a long, 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 long time. You'll finally become spiritual when this passes away, but <laughs> you won't have anything to do with it. This will end and you know, I've reached my goal. But I wanted to be here to... To enjoy it. I didn't want I don't want to be spirit. I want to be spiritual. As this. I can flaunt my spirituality as this. All I can do is be directed by spirit. <laughs> as this. If, it, if the horse is in front of the cart, this is just directed by spirit, in a sense. Yeah? From the, when the cart's in front of the horse, this, the cart wants to be spiritual. <laughs> so it's a simple little maneuver, it's a maneuver that doesn't need to happen. You just see, you finally are onto something when you start looking at what you're not, you know? Because there's nothing you can see, all you can do is recognize activities that are being used to imply there's someone there. Yeah? So in other words, in a way, you're the sum of all these parts, in a way. There's all these activities, memory, perceptions, thoughts, and these activities are being used to imply that there's someone that the memories are about, yeah? When they're all there are, they're, you're picturing a body five years ago, yeah? 
Or are you worried about a body eight years from now? Because the thought system can't think about spirit. It can't locate spirit. But it can definitely coagulate around an idea of being a body. Yeah. It's actually the weight, the weaving of any kind of feeling of flesh and bloodness of this, of really feeling of this, is because th- thoughts have been circling it for so long, inferring, implying, and assuming that you're the doer and the thinker and the feeler, that it's like this. It's almost as if the movement provokes an image inside. Yeah? It's like if you see this helicopter things. If they, if they go so fast, it hits a point where it looks like it's you know just one big thing. Yeah. The activity is so quick, it seems to almost produce a solid. And this is what's happening. The thought system is going very quickly, and it's coagulating around an empty fucking space, really. And then it coagulates, it creates its own little, like, dust, uh, whatever, you know, dust uh, thing. Yeah, dust devil, a dust funnel. Yeah, so there I am. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you, you, the you that you're taking yourself to be has to be thought about. Without thought, there would be no you. There would just be. But with thought, then there's wuzzing and willing, and the whole charade goes on to reinforce the story of being a you. Yeah. And the thought system is its crown little activity because, you know, you got to wonder why you would have so much thoughts if you, like, on a rainy day and you were a house painter. So you're not even going to work, yet you still have 70,000 thoughts going through your head. I mean, it seems to be a little bit overdoing it, right? When you needed maybe 11, you know? Like, where's the cereal? i got to go to the store. You know, certain, certain news you know, flashes would be enough to make it through the day. You don't need tons of critiquing about, you know, you're off, it's raining, I can't paint. <laughs> Fucking give me a break. Oh, I think I can squeeze an hour in. I've seen people do this. I used to be a house painter. And they try, oh, it's a couple hours sunny, and they start painting, like, and then rain would come. They just refused to give themselves a fucking break because there was that condition. I've got to be working. I've got to work. Hey, brother, it's raining. You know? <laughs> you have to see there's something going on just because everyone thinks it normal doesn't mean it's normal. So this thing says, all right, a life of contemplation, life of meditation, a life of yoga, a life of, you know, savor, service, all this stuff, they all will work, but they may take a long, long freaking time. And the thing is, what they're all going to lead to is this one simple realization, I need do nothing, you know? So if you hear that, you know, all right, all this this giant field that you've respected a lot of people in, and it is, like uh, what happened to me that time, I read that tricycle magazine, old Buddhist magazine, and I read this little op-ed, and there was a famous meditation teacher that said that he was having a recurring occurrence this, this year. All these old students were getting in touch with them, saying, hey, nothing's happened over these 25 years. And I said, thank you. And I ended my subscription to the tricycle, and I put the magazine down, because I was at a point where I could learn from others. I said, why the hell would I want to do something? They just told me... <laughs> 
They went over the eight mountains. There's no pot of gold. Why would I think it's going to be different if I do it? You know, okay, take you off the knapsack and then open up for another possibility. Because I'm sure ain't the hell going to do that. <laughs> they probably did a lot more than I would ever do, and a lot better, and it didn't get them anywhere. So, this whole statement is, it's going to lead you, all of these things, if they're worth their salt, are going to lead you to a simplization. I need to do nothing. Now, why not start at there? Why let time play a trick on you? Yeah, the mental state doesn't play the t- the way time sets up for us. It it comes after it implies it's before. Tons of shit. Yeah, it comes up with the idea of being Paul after the conscious contact, but implies that that idea of Paul is before the conscious contact. It's playing with time all the time. So why not? Hey. Oh, all right, so I'm going to... And so it goes... One of the statements in the Course I love, which is, what can a failed system show us? Well, what can it show us? That it's a failed system. (laughs) That's its its true value. A failed system, if you apply it, it's going to show you its nature, which is it's failed. Now, you can maybe just apply it for a very short period of time and get the same message that you'll get after 20 years. Yeah? Because it's the same, it was failed from the get-go, and just as it's going to fail in 20 years from now, it's failing now, so you don't have to do the 20 years. You can quantum leap, you know, and go, all right, it's a failed system. (laughs) Okay? So what happens? So now your satellite dish, or whatever, your antenna, which can move, starts searching for other signals, maybe. (laughs) then you start getting downloads and those downloads have a quality the other downloads never had which is of timelessness they're like lightning little bolts and sometimes they don't leave a trace yet the reverberation lasts for the rest of your life it's incredible communication doesn't need tons of words it can whack you and then the tons of words will issue for trying to describe it but it has nothing to do with it yeah so it's another form of communication, and we all are equipped to pick it up. See, you can't, you, you never blame the radio because of the song it's playing. <laughs> the radio just picks up frequencies, yeah? Oh, I hate this fucking radio. It keeps playing country western. Change the knob. <laughs> Change the knob, it'll get, you know, classical. It's got the ability, yeah? But we keep seeing what's being expressed as us. It's not true. I'm a total perfect example. I was taken over, if you want to call it, by self-centeredness supreme, and it produced an addict of an incredible tenacious quality that it would do anything to get out of itself. And I did. For years and years and years and years and years. And then suddenly, something happened, downloaded because my mother couldn't change the channel, the state couldn't change the channel, behavioral modification couldn't change the channel, my prayers to St. Jude couldn't change the channel, nothing could change the channel, but something changed the channel. Yeah? And I wasn't keen on listening to that, which I adored for many, many years, the false Greek oracle of my own head. I was weaned off of it somewhat, sufficiently 
to cause me never to ha- want to have a drink or a drug since, and without any desire to have anything. Where my whole life was a desire before then. And then saw a desire that was thwarted, a desire that was never completed, but it was a desire, and it seemed to keep provoking itself constantly, and I saw no end to it. I really had to be. And institutions weren't able to stop it, jails weren't able to stop it, love wasn't able to stop it from others, but something did it, something put a stop to it. What more, I don't need any more demonstrations in my life. That was a pretty unbelievable demonstration. I don't, and what do you do? You want to bottle it and just think it's just about that? No, the mind expands. Yeah. If it worked here, why not here? Here, 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 here. Yeah? You're onto something. The, what, it's working isn't based on what it's working on. What it's working on is based on it. Yeah? It's like the hundred monkey. You know, you get it. I, I, have, I have birds, you know, I used to like move them. I've been watching birds for years outside my room, because I usually don't do much a lot of times. So I'm, I like the bird world. So I watched the birds, and so I had these two different feeders and a hummingbird feeder. One feeder, you know, typical with seeds. The other one had this paste that like woodpeckers like and other small birds. And so there's ground sparrows, and they just eat on the ground. And then there's other birds come, and they eat on the feeder. And the other birds are very sloppy, so a lot of shit comes down. So it's like the Jews in the desert with the manna from heaven. Yeah. So they don't know how it appears, but they're seeds, and they're just chopping down. But they're totally on this level. They don't look up much, you know. They just eat. And then one day, they, one of them went, whoops, and leaped on and started eating the seeds. Now, very shortly thereafter, the whole flock knew it. And then after years, their babies know it. Yeah? And then they're on eating, and now all these birds are eating a feeder, and then one of them sees this paste and goes, lands on it, eats it, whip, and then whip, the news goes out, whip, and now they all start going eating the paste. It was, and it took years. It, was, it wasn't a quick evolution, but they got it. Yeah? One of them saw it, possibility dawned. Yeah? So why do I have to depend on other birds? They went right to the source, the feeder. Yeah? This is what it's like. You hear a message, you hear this message. It's not the quantity of how much you've heard it, or how, how many times you've heard it. It's the quality. Yeah? It only, it, one, one ringing of the bell, which is perpetually ringing, by the way, but one ringing of the bell will lead you to the perpetual ringing, Yes? Or it could be 30. It doesn't matter. As soon as you get into the perpetual rhythm, it was like you weren't, oh, I wish it would have happened earlier. Earlier doesn't mean anything anymore to you. It really doesn't. The the whole emphasis on time gets dismissed. The longing, none of that had anything to do with anything. Yeah, This has just been a charade. It had its little run. And as soon as it's discovered, it ha- it, it's shown never to have happened. While it's happening, while you're in it, and this is the whole point, while you're in it, it seems as real as real can be. 
You can try to take thousands of particles or pieces out of it, change rivers on it, change circumstances, and it will still peel, appear to be real to you. But if you're pulled out of it, the whole kitten caboodle is seen to be unreal. What does that imply? Where does your mind go with that information? It goes to you as the source, you as the dreaming. Yeah? If you could take tons of things out of the dreaming and it would still seem to be real, but if you're taken out of it, it seemed to be unreal. Completely. Across the board, from A to Z. Like that. You have to get a sense of your role. You know? Don't, why would you want to put a period after that? Let the mind go, hey, like that bird, you know? Hey. Yeah. The bird at all times could have jumped up. It could have flown right onto that feeder. All the times, all the years it didn't, yeah, had nothing to do with anything. The possibility was always there. It could have just flown up the first day. Yeah. The beautiful thing is, the fir- that first day that it flew up after years was the first and only day, probably, in the bird mind. Yeah. I don't think they're engaged in time much. But for us, because we seem to be dreaming in time, we give so much meaning to time that if I keep at it, I'm going to arrive, and da 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 And it may work in some areas, but it doesn't work in all areas because it's you that makes it work, not the working that makes you. If there's an exception to the rule, there ain't no rule. Yeah? And there always is here. There's always something like, oh, I had to work hard at my craft, and and then someone did it just as well in like an hour. You know what I mean? Oh, he's a prodigy, or whatever. So there's always exceptions to all the rules that we're constantly force-fed. You know what I mean? You're, oh, you've got to work diligent. You see, you've got, <laughs> he's not working diligently. He's got all these motherfuckers working for him. Oh, you know. And then only poor people pay money back. <laughs> Rich people live in debt constantly. It's the poor people that believe, oh, I've got to pay every cent. Of, this isn't, this isn't, this been learned. You know what I mean? We just haven't, See, if this possibility is offered to you and you grab it with the hand of time, you will miss it. Because it doesn't have to do with time. It really doesn't. It's already so. So for something to be what it already is, how much time would have to pass? None. Yeah. And because it dawns on you only in a certain time, it doesn't mean it wasn't available before. Nor does it mean it won't be available later unless you do a lot of work. It's revealed that it's always available at all times. So it produces a certain rest, like your appropriate response is an okay, pay it, you know, snap to attention. It's actually more relaxed. Yeah? It's not like, okay, focus. No, it's unfocused. Yeah, you see a whole lot more when you're dispersed than when you're focused. If you're disposed, dispersed, you pick up the sense of the space and what's happening in it. Yeah? More like cat sense. You're not like focusing and concentrating. It's relaxed awareness. If you ever look into Dokchen, you know, the great perfections of Tibetan Buddhism, they talk about it as relaxed awareness. Yeah? It's relaxed awareness. They go, hey, go outside and gaze at an open sky. 
that will mimic what the mind is really like for you. Just lay down and look up. Not don't get you know you don't have to get in a rigid position with your back straight like a ruler. Lay down. You know, just just gaze around, see what happens. I have the water where I live now, so I can do the Kuan Yin move all day. Kuan Yin is usually pictured this you know, the goddess of compassion sitting on an animal or a bench gazing out over water. And basically it's hands like this and she's looking not straight but down a little. Yep. And she's gazing, so that's what it's like. It's not like you know you know, like Superman steel eyes thing. It's no because what would it provoke if it's always available at all time? And ease and comfort, would it? If it was infrequent and super valuable and very fragile, then there would be oh, a lot of defensing and doing this and that. But it's basically always available at all times, right where you are. It's the dilemma is you just don't think so. And the only way you can don't is to think so. If the thought isn't held with such high regard, its influence will dim because we give it all the meaning it has. The thoughts are... If you really see thoughts, if you could have like a month transcription of your own head, you would just be... Some, you know, you just fucking... You would drop to your knees and just... Whatever. I mean, really. You would just go, what the fuck? It's like you would be living under a babbling brook. <laughs> I'm afraid of... You know, you can do journals for 30 years, and if you read them, it's, it's, you're basically still concerned about the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, this isn't... See, this life isn't like 90 years... It's 90 years. <laughs> it's very, it's just like same old, same old. <laughs> you're just shrinking, you're limping more. <laughs> I always say that thing where today, if I'm walking across the street and a young girl looks at me, I'm thinking, ah, she's looking at me. But she's thinking, should I go there and help that old guy across the street? And I'm thinking, I'm like 20 years old again. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, it's going to be my day. <laughs> Basically, you have the golden oldies, let's say, all right, uh, download the narrative from 1970. <laughs> Paul's looking pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's so damn stupid, he doesn't realize he's 50 years ahead of this. <laughs> you could buy an acne medicine. <laughs> you know, you could serve. <laughs> it's funny, man. So there is a solution. There always has been, always will be. You're it. I know I hate to say that because we want a savior and shit, but really, we do. I'd much rather, you know, what happened with me, I was waiting for the mothership and I didn't I didn't do what you need to do and I got on the mother in law ship. <laughs> you gotta walk around the ship to see what it is. 
you know, I've been hoping for aliens to make spice up this place, but I think we're so damn alien already. I don't think anything would want to come here. <laughs> if that hyperdrive, they'd go and they'd reverse as far as it could. <laughs> so, this message is so pristinely beautiful, literally. It's the last one I ever heard for years. Nothing could envelop my mind. Nothing. Girls, nothing. But this has got me completely hook, line, sinker. Because it's a never-ending space of entertaining. And it's nice to get to a last answer in time. And then now you just entertain and see what happens. You know, you have enough attention to deal with what happens today, and all the attention that used to be wasted, like the water that comes down all at once, a lot of it never gets caught. All the attention and interest that goes into what's not happening, yeah, where you can never solve a damn fucking thing because it's not happening. Yeah? It's just a way of dispersing what allows us to feel a presence or a sense of presence that maybe gives us immunity to buying shit that in, implies a sense of presence. You know? It can free you from a lot of pursuits that are empty in a way. Not by any effort, but just by being fed. You, know? you can sense presence. Presence is... This, what we are is presence, and then here in this event, interest and attention is what illuminates the presence. So you're now attentive to presence. The presence is always here, but if you're not attentive to it, it'll seem like it's not. And you're either going to be following one master or the other, as Christ said. You know, either you're following your head or the spirit. One, one has to deny the presence, for it to be present, which is the selfing. The other one is inclusive of the selfing. It's just an activity within it. It doesn't see anything going on about it. Yeah. But when the mental state, its role is to exclude what you are, and actually what the presence does, without any effort, it includes what you're not, and everything else. So, it's got a much, it's got a much more I don't know, it's, it's flavor. Yeah. You ever hear cellos? Cellos have such a nice sound. It's got a sort of a nice cello type of sound. You know, you know I love cello. It's got a great feel, rich, you know, the notes very rich. And, mm. Yeah. Where the cell thing is like a machine gun. <laughs> very old, long, either like a super long bad drum solo or like a fucking terrible guitar solo it goes on for 20 minutes, all high notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, so, yes. This has turned into a men's meeting. It's pretty appropriate as a dualistic event because the one meeting that's here before is a women's meeting. So the universe is just balancing everything out like it always does. Women's meeting. 
No? Yes, it, of course it is. They don't know it, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's non-duality masquerading as a woman. Here's non-duality masquerading as a man. Is the North Bay one of you also mostly men? No, no, no. We got a lot of babes. I know, I said it purposely. They know me. Yes. If they have if that upsets anyone, they haven't been listening. The <laughs> one thing we are is consistent. No, we have a large a nice group there. Very nice. So no one's gonna have a question, we better turn it off now, because I'm gonna say something.